You guys are the biggest crash people ever. I hope you guys go down for crimes against humanity. Thanks very much. <laughs> yeah, I got you. Pull out. from the store. You guys need to do some more workouts. <laughs> Trash. Where is the God in you? I have to look at you and look at, at you as being God. So what did you come on this planet to learn stuff? What did you need to learn that you came in and you're so brutal? So I have to, I forgive you and that's okay because I love you and I see love in you and there is love in your space. And may God bless you. Thank you. Too hot, too cold? Oh, well, I'm fine. You're all right? Yeah. Are you? Uh, James, just let me know, okay? All right. Are you okay? Probably won't ever receive that apology from you, will we? Probably not. I'll send you some flowers.
Welcome back to the podcast. Today, the podcast is brought to you by Omega Performance. They have some of the greatest supplements that you can get for your body. In the weird times that we have right now, where we've got weird vaccinations going out with nanotech in them or whatever the hell it is, mRNA, you need to be putting the healthiest things, things in your body that you can get. So check out Omega Performance. Use the promo code FINALSHOT and you'll save some money on your purchase. We're also brought to you by USG Canada. This is a throwback sponsor from the Final Shot Podcast. But, guys, Howie Lee makes some of the best walkout gear and boxing gloves you can find on the planet. So hit him up. It's uh, Howie at USGCanada.com. Or you can go to their brand new website, USG Fight Gear, and uh, make a purchase there and use the promo code FINALSHOT on your, on your uh, checkout. Guys, I know I've been away for a little while. We had to go on a little bit of a hiatus. We did too many um, controversial podcasts for the internet. and They didn't like it very much, so I had to take about a month off. So I became unbanned on a whole bunch of other platforms that where I post this stuff. Uh, I could have kept posting them on Rumble and BitChute and stuff like that, but I needed really badly to get back on iTunes. That's where I get a lot of my downloads. So I apologize for taking a month off, but I'm happy to be back. And uh, we'll get this thing cracking again. Maybe we'll do actually do some fight podcasts too one of these days. But guys, I'm just I'm going to read you guys a. It's a newspaper article. Well, it's a news article from uh, Global News. So three people involved in a family business southeast of Edmonton have been arrested in connection with allegedly breaking public health orders related to COVID nineteen, and RCMP RCMP the biggest gang ever in the history of Canada, say two of those arrested have also been criminally charged. In a news release issued Tuesday, the RCMP said the arrest stemmed from an investigation into allegations of non-compliance with public health orders at the Countryside Service Gas Station and Convenience Store in Lynbrook, Alberta. It says Atlanta on here, but that is a spelling mistake. It's in Alberta. Police said Toefield RCMP and Alberta Health Services have received complaints about the business in December. After receiving those complaints until June, police said RCMP officers along with AHS personnel, uh, which uh, AHS and Alberta Occupational Health and Safety attempted to educate and assist the owner to correct the deficiencies within the store and the for the public and employee safety. However, on March 4th, Logan and Philip Wilson were charged with various offenses under the Alberta Public Health Act. On March 15th, Hemla Wilson was charged with various health act offenses. According to the RCMP, all three were released on a promise to appear in court in Vegreville on May 3rd, but none of them showed up that day. As a result, the statements made in regard to the RCMP Alberta Health Services and Occupational Health and Safety on May 19, 2021. Hemla Wilson was charged with uttering threats, police said Tuesday. Tollfield RCMP were unable to locate Hemla Wilson and a warrant for her arrest was obtained. On June 7, 2021, the RCMP had located Hemla while she was operating a motor vehicle and attempted a traffic stop. However, she failed to stop for police. The RCMP said on June 9th, Tofield RCMP and Alberta RCMP Crime Reduction Unit 
put together a plan to arrest Hemla, Philip, and Logan Wilson on outstanding warrants. Later that day, Mounties found Logan Wilson driving a vehicle in which Hemla Wilson was a passenger. Police said officers tried to pull them over, but the vehicle failed to stop for police and continued to a nearby residence where, where police conducted the vehicle stop. According to RCMP, both Wilsons were in the vehicle were in the vehicle were arrested. The RCMP said police officers suffered minor injuries during the arrest. Hemla Wilson, 54, and Logan Wilson, 31, both of Strathcona County, were charged with assaulting a police officer, fleeing police, and mischief over 5,000 in connection with the events that unfolded on June 9th. Police declined to provide details about how the officer was injured and what led to the assault charges, citing the fact that the matter was now before the courts. Hemla Wilson was also charged with fleeing from police in connection with the attempted traffic stop on June 7th and also uttering threats in connection with an incident on June 26th. Both she and Logan are now facing Alberta Health Act charges. So ladies and gentlemen, my guest today is the gentleman from this article, Logan Wilson. How's it going, man? Hey, man. Pretty good. You? <laughs> well, good to be back on the show, and it's great to have you on. Um, well, thanks for having me. Just so people know, all of these, all of these charges are still before the courts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they've been they've been messing around with us, <laughs> constantly adjourning it, and yeah, oh man, I've I've never experienced such bullshit in my life before. Okay, so before we recorded this podcast, you guys sent me a, a video. Yeah. Uh, it's a video of your brother being arrested in the gas station. Um, mm -hmm. So the police crashed in the door. Like They didn't bust anything up. I, I don't know it. I didn't see it on the video. But they stormed, they stormed the premises, put their yeah. hands on your brother before they even yeah. said that there was an, a warrant for his arrest. Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. Did your brother suffer any injuries from that altercation with police? Uh, yeah, he's got he had a few bruises. We took some pictures and stuff. He's got a few cuts on his hands and everything too. Okay, so yeah. that giant just article that I just read, and I apologize, folks. I've been punched in the face a lot. I don't read great, but uh, how much of that article is truthful? It's all bullshit. All of it. All of it. Okay. All of it. We didn't assault them or anything. They made all of that shit up. So the previous traffic stop that they say that your mother was in, yeah. was involved in and she fleed, is that, that what is that? Uh, you know what? I'm not even sure. They they were conducting surveillance on us for for about 2 weeks. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they were they were doing some really messed up stuff. So, like, uh, I think one time my mom took binoculars and she was looking at the school about a kilometer away and there was somebody sitting there for like for 10 hours or something. Uh, I don't know. Okay. So let's yeah. go back in time a little bit. And how sure. did all of this start? Uh, so it was in December, 2020. And, uh, I think that's when they made the mask mandates applicable in Alberta and we just we did, we thought that was wrong. We just wanted everybody to have the choice of putting masks on their face or not. Personally, I don't I don't agree with wearing them, but yeah. So and then we had officers come in. They 
uh, we're looking for my mom. They wanted to give her a $1,200 ticket. And that's when it all started. Okay. So you yeah. gave your customers the option to wear a mask or not wear a mask. That's right. We had signs as such all over the place. So, so that coincides with our, our, our rights. We have the choice yeah. to make, we, we have the right to make the choice to do what we want. 100%. 100% we do. So you did the legal thing by offering the choice. We definitely did the lawful thing. That's for sure. The legal <laughs> route is a bunch of criminal activity. Yeah. The, the lawful thing. So yeah. what happened? Did they did they just constantly bombard you guys with coming oh, yeah. into your store and harassing you? Did yeah, one hundred percent. Did they give 100%. any of your patrons tickets? They never gave any patrons tickets. They never gave anybody else tickets. They were specifically just after my mom. Why? They were after my mom. I don't know. It, it doesn't make any sense because Lindbrook yeah. is in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah, there were there were, there's a there was a new sergeant put in place uh, in September of 2020, and when all of this stuff started happening in December, he started taking it into his own hands. So we started seeing him in January. Okay. And do you ever meet those people that they seem really nice up front, but they're totally vindictive, kind of like Amber Heard? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they'll shit on your pillow and tell you it was your fault. Yeah. 100. Yeah. That, this yeah, gentleman that, is that. that guy. Okay. So yeah. this is in Alberta folks. So this is a blue area. And if the people listening to this will know what a blue area is, um, they're gun toting rednecks in that, in that area of the world. Like, especially in that area that we're at. Yeah. It's in the middle yeah. of nowhere guys. The place is called the countryside gas station. Like, Literally, what's the closest town? Tofield? Tofield. Yeah, and then Sherwood Park. Actually, we're in between Sherwood Park and Tofield. Okay. So this whole this whole situation makes exactly zero sense to me. So do you guys feel that you were targeted? Yeah, okay. 100%. 100% we do. What would bring a target on your back being that far out? Because we basically said, fuck the government. Okay. And for you, what they were doing to people. And you feel that the government caught wind of that and they're like, We're not having this and it's on. Yeah, I think I think there was some some back end deals going on because there was a uh there was an RCMP head of the RCMP, Sherwood Park RCMP, Wendell Reimer, and he retired shortly after we got arrested on June 9th. And then there was a couple of Beaver County counselors that also went on medical leave all of a sudden wow and they were also cc'd as well as crown prosecutor so when we had talked previously um you guys kind of ran me through the situation so the harassment was going on and your mother did reach out to our canadian military for assistance correct yeah 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 we were actually instructed to call the military and ask them for help and they completely turned their back on us who who instructed you to do that? Uh, it was a it was a family friend. Okay. He he just said as a last ditch effort, call the military and ask them because they're supposed they take an oath to protect the man and the woman of their the, country. Yeah. So you reached out to the military. What did the military say? Uh, just remember here. So it was a military police. Her name was Jessica Como. Uh, my mom was asking her for help 
because we were being harassed by the RCMP. And she told her that they could not help because that wasn't their jurisdiction. And then my mom asked them to basically come there and protect us from being harassed by the RCMP. And she then asked my mom, was this over masks? And then that's when the conversation went downhill. Um, she basically didn't want to talk to my mom about it anymore and just said that she couldn't help her. And then my mom just said, all right, well, that's it then. And then they hung up. And I guess what happened after that is she called the RCMP and she told them that my mom was going to shoot and kill AHS, the RCMP and OHS. So the Canadian military police called the RCMP and fabricated a story about your mother yeah. uttering death threats to That's the right. RCMP. Okay. And we, we have that on audio recording. Can I have that recording? I can send that to you. Wonderful. Because I, yeah. I will put that with this show. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. So, so you guys recorded the, the phone conversation when she called. Yep. This, yep. That, and uh, the, the odd thing about this whole thing is they didn't have an audio recording. They said it because it was on a closed line. They didn't, they weren't able to record it. And does this, does this military personnel, the, does she state her name and her rank? Yep. Yep. Jessica uh, Como. Okay. And military has, police. Has she been reprimanded for this? As far as I know, she's still got her job. So your mother was charged with other, uttering threats? Yeah, uttering threats. Okay. So that's jail time, especially when you do it to a, a police officer. Yeah, so absolutely. I, I'm guessing they're asking for jail time for your mother. Actually, they want to put all of us in jail. Oh, that's not surprising. You guys got mm -hmm. an assault on an officer. We didn't assault anybody. We didn't assault anybody, though. Um, no. So this, this absolutely blows my mind because... Our military is small. Um, realistically, we have a massive country with not a lot of people. The military is in place to protect the people, not the government. You asked our military to show up and give protection. They refused and fabricated a story about you uttering threats. Yeah, not simply because we had different ideologies with masks. And do you know the date that this phone call was made on? Uh, it was April, sometime in April, early April. It was either April 4th or April 16th. Okay. So immediately, they probably should have shown up and arrested your mother. Uh, yeah. That, yeah. That would be my guess. For uttering threats, you would immediately get, especially to the police. You would well, especially if they thought we were dangerous and we were going to kill them. You, you would think that they would arrest you immediately. How long was it until you guys were arrested? June 9th. So well over a month. Yeah. How does this make any sense? Not, not, none of this makes any sense. I just I just think this is some kind of government operation. <laughs> I, I really actually don't know. I think I think we they just have such a big dollar amount on our bonds. Okay. That they can't they can't let it go. So in that in the story that I read at the beginning of the show, they said you were released on a promise to appear. Are you guys out on yeah. bail? We are out on bail. The, the funny thing about that as well is uh, we had to call in to the court. They actually called my brother and my brother talked to the judge. The judge and the crown prosecutor hung up the phone. And then my mom and I, we called the courthouse. They said, 
uh, court is proceeding and that they would call us back. They never called us back. And then they sent warrants out for our arrest. This is, this is absolutely nuts. Yeah. So what are they saying was the assault on the officer? Are they saying that that was the, the vehicle interaction? No. Or sorry. Yeah. No, they're saying that, uh, so when they hit us with the vehicle, uh, the officer, one of the officers came around to the passenger area where my mom was, he broke the glass. Uh, he reached in, I saw him, he cut his hand on the glass as he was opening the door. And then he blamed it on my mom saying that my mom took her earrings. She's wearing peace earrings. She took her earrings and cut him. Okay. And if people want to pause us right now and then rewind the podcast to where I play the video at the beginning, you can see Helena. Is that, I'm sorry, I probably just butchered. Hemla. Hemla, yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I'm getting Helena from. I just want to call her that okay. for some reason. Okay. But Hemla is in the back of the police cruiser uh, saying, God bless you. So this is a peaceful woman literally wearing peace earrings, telling the police that God should bless them and that she's not mad. And they're saying that she physically assaulted them by cutting them. Yep. Okay. Yeah, now, that's right. are you up on charges for assault on an officer? Uh, I have fleeing the police, uh, obstruction of a police officer, uh, mischief over 5,000. And then the COVID charges. So what's a COVID charge? Um, basically saying that their shit was bullshit. And <laughs> like, are they charging you for not enforcing a mask mandate? That, that's exactly it. This whole thing is based off of a mask mandate because we did not wear masks. We never wore masks. We never put up any plastic t- tapestry. Nothing. We didn't even have hand sanitizer in there. So... Just for so people know, when you say a mask mandate, that doesn't mean a law. A law That's would right. have to be passed. So that would become a bylaw, which a police officer cannot enforce. A bylaw officer has to show up and enforce that, and it is punishable by, punishable by a ticket, not a criminal charge. So ha- they're charging you with COVID infractions, like criminally. Uh, those ones aren't criminal. Those ones are provincial charges. Okay. They're under the Public Health Act, under Dina Hinshaw's orders. So that'll be, there'll be money. Money and money will be involved. They'll try to get some of that. Uh, oh, yeah. That extra carbon tax out of you guys, yeah. probably in the, a lot. Yeah, we, uh, we added up all the, char- all the charges. I think it's something, something over $175,000. Wow. Yeah. That's individually or all together? Altogether, and that's just with the COVID charges. I, I don't even, I don't even know anything about the the criminal stuff. Now, the those are the you guys. They're not uh, telling you what they want for jail time at this point, probably. No, nothing yet. They they've actually just been fucking around, man. Like since since June, we only showed up in court uh, once, and the judge that we had reclused reclused himself from hearing any of our trials. Why? Uh, well, he told us we had to wear masks in the courtroom, and we said no. And then I also asked him, 
uh, is the courtroom open for the public today? And he's, he told me that there was no trial going on. So I instantly got a red flag there. And then he just said that he was reclusing himself from it. We also had a bunch of people there. We had about 30 people. That were there for you guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And probably for the next court case, there's probably going to be a couple hundred. So what does your lawyer think of this whole situation? Like, it's got to be, he's he or she has to think this is absolutely nuts. Uh, he definitely thinks we're innocent. That's for sure. But the guy is also incredibly busy. So our communication <laughs> isn't exactly the best. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So would you guys be open to a second counselor coming in? Yeah, 100%. If, if there's somebody that actually truly believes that they can kick this government's ass for what they've done. Yeah. yeah. I have somebody and I'm going to send you, I'm going to send you to her immediately after we're done recording the show. I'm going to message her and uh, I'm going to, I'm going to see what she thinks. Okay. Thank you. Because um, yeah. one, this kind of stuff should never happen. Uh, your brother should yeah. have never been assaulted by the police. I'm guessing if they had said, hey, you have a warrant. Can you come with us, please? He probably would have went peacefully. That was the same thing with all of us. And actually, um, before we got arrested on June 9th, so violently, we actually had the same sergeant come to the shop on May 31st. And this would have been when he would have known that he that we had warrants up for our arrest. He never told us any of this. He just came there harassed us some more, and then left. But you guys already had warrants. Uh, yeah. Yeah. According to what our loyal lawyers documents say. Yeah. We okay. had warrants out for our arrest since April. So this sounds like an organized crime kind of thing. Like, you know, where yeah. they've, they've got a guy, but he's a real petty guy, and they don't really want to charge him for, for selling a dime bag of dope. So they just keep watching him and then they get the next guy and the next guy and the next guy. It just sounds like they were compiling evidence to just hammer you guys with, guys with charges. Yeah, that's right. So that's I right. at no point during any of this, you, your brother or your mother ever told the cops where to go, how to get there. You weren't rude. We're nothing. There was one time though, that I got pissed off and I took out a megaphone and I told them to get the fuck off of our property. That's called freedom of speech. Yeah. But there was never anything where we said we were going to kill them or we were going to hurt them. We just constantly reiterated, you're on our property. Get the hell out of here. I'm still blown away by this military person that uh, I hope that she gets subpoenaed to show up to court. Yeah. She can't lie. In court. Well, she can. But realistically... It... I don't know. This is totally nuts to me. It is nuts, man. Like there, I've, I've had a lot of mental hardship. Same with my family too. Like this has really tested us. Well, it's been pretty intense. I'm not going to lie. It, Cause it, I, I've, I've never done any, anything stupid like this in my life before. Well, it <laughs> doesn't whatever sound, their definition of stupid is. It doesn't sound like you've done anything stupid at all. Yeah. I was just standing up for our rights. Like, I wouldn't be talking to you right now if you had told me, yeah, I full on one up and punched the cop in the face. Like, okay, well, you're in trouble. Yeah, that didn't did happen. That. So, 
this it's just a fabricated story. The only thing that you guys did that was wrong, and for the people on the audio, I just put in quotation marks wrong, was not enforcing a mask mandate that you can't enforce personally. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to run into this this whole kind of like the mass mandates are gone now. But when we look back at this in five years and, we, and we're like, oh, man, remember when we used to show up to Walmart and we had to have masks on? Like, why did yeah. we do that? It doesn't make any sense because three years ago, I walk into Walmart with a bandana around my face. Guess who's getting arrested? Yeah, exactly. But, exactly. But now because there's a virus or a pandemic it's okay to go into a store and wrap cloth around your face so that nobody knows who you are they can yeah. own, like i don't understand how more stores didn't get robbed we'll see the interesting thing about this too is on one day there was a bunch of cops that showed up and we actually called the toll, toll field rcmp and said there was masked bandits with firearms outside of our shop <laughs> it was the police yeah we called them they really? didn't do shit because <laughs> <laughs> they were all they were all in front of your shop. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so, just for context, um, yeah. when you guys went shopping on your own, and you went into let's say never wore a mask, man. Okay, you never wore a mask. Never. Not never. Even, did you ever get kicked out of a store because you weren't wearing a yeah. mask? Okay, yeah. and you left peacefully. Yeah, yeah. I just said, okay, fine. If you don't want my business, so be it. Did you ever have customers come into your store and ask you why you weren't enforcing the mask mandate? We had customers come into the store telling us that we were killing their grandparents, killing their family members. We even had customers come in and say that they hope that the shop blows up and that somebody kills us. We had many death threats towards us. And this is all for just standing up for our right, our right to choose. None of this makes any sense, man. I, I really do think that People got to open their eyes and their ears because we're, we're on, we're on a road for destruction. If we don't, don't figure this out. So th- this incident is from 2020 to 2021, correct? Uh, yeah, I would say 2020 to 2021. Okay. So where we sit now, we're, we're roughly halfway through 2022. Yeah. It's significantly gotten worse. Uh, we're, we're sitting here, we don't have masks anymore, but the federal government still enforce masks for federal, federal employees. Yeah. We can't board an airplane without a mask. We can't board an airplane without a vaccine or a negative PCR test. Now, where do you guys think those PCR tests go when they're done with them? Right back to China. They go right back and they get stored. So when they store that PCR test, what do they have with your name on it? DNA. And what can they do with DNA? All kinds of shit. <laughs> <laughs> All kinds of craziness, right? Like, let's let's say they had your DNA from your PCR test, and like, all right, this guy's been messing around for too long. Right. We're we're gonna frame him for something. Right. Can they do that? Oh fuck yeah, they can. Yeah. They can do whatever yeah. they want. Yeah. So, the the biggest thing with the PCR tests is the company that came out with them, well, 
a sister company or whatever they're affiliated with the purchase of the pcr test and, and what goes on with it it's called blackrock they just bought ancestry.ca in 23 and me yeah yeah so, i was reading about that what'd they buy <laughs> dna yeah. <laughs> people so, willingly do this they willingly send their dna as well willingly send in dna to these places and no. then we have one of the most corrupt companies on the planet has all of our dna yeah why why do they want the dna i'm not I i'm not evil enough <laughs> to come up with an idea of why they would want all of our dna right but it's just, it's absolutely insane and then now we have the the real option that digital id is going to come yeah i think that's definitely in the works that's 100 well, in the works i was watching the geneva convention the wef thing the other day right right and uh the guy on there i can't remember his name but he was some i don't even want to say that he's definitely a nazi but but uh he full-on just tells everybody yeah we've got the digital id ready to go and microchips so <laughs> your digital ID will be on your phone for the time being. You remember that QR code that you guys went out and got just so you could go into the beer store and buy some beer? That QR That's a bigger code thing. has everything. It has your driver's license. It has your health card number. It has your criminal record. It has your credit score. It has where you work, what you drive. So when they roll out a digital ID, What's next is they'll go to the banks and they'll say, hey, we got that QR code. Let's get rid of bank cards. Everybody's going to buy everything with the QR code. So what does that store? That stores everything you buy. And everything you buy is carbon. We're carbon life forms. So what does that go to? Carbon tax. Now we're going to have individual carbon tax. How many times did you get gas this month? 17 times. Oh, cool, man. Here's a $500 bill. This all stems back to you just saying no. That's right. That's if, right. If more, like, the biggest problem I'm having right now with everything that's going on, including this situation that we're talking about right now, is if everybody had a just said no to begin with, we wouldn't be here. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think I think that's a that, that's a big thing. Is a lot of people couldn't stand up for themselves. They couldn't have the confidence or find the confidence to say something's wrong. Exactly. But now we've lost the option to just say no. It's not an option anymore. Because what what are they going to do? We say no, they're going to do it anyway. We don't have a choice. Our choice has been taken from us. Yeah. The the Freedom Convoy that showed up in Ottawa made a real good effort. Wasn't good enough. And situations like what happened to your family happened. And I bet you they've happened a million times across the country. Yeah. But nobody's yeah. talking about it. And why? Because nobody wants to talk about it. How many inter how many interviews have you done about this situation that happened? I think this is the fourth one. I'm getting pissed off now. I'm getting fired up. But yeah. this is the fourth interview 
This yeah, happened. Fourth one. This started happening two years ago. Who who have you done interviews with? Name them. Uh, Warrior Calls, this guy named Leo. Uh, I think we did a Facebook Live, and yeah, the fourth one here is with you. Where's Global News? Where's CTV? Actually, the, the interesting thing about that, too, is that my mom was contacted by Global uh, sometime in January of 2021. Okay. And she straight up told them, she's like, She's like, we're standing up against government tyranny. And they aired that. And I think I think that's what actually caused a lot of a lot of what happened is because of what she said on air. I can't believe Global News aired that. Yeah. Because they're bought and paid for now. Yeah. They aired that. Do you have a clip of that? Uh yeah, I'll see if I can find it. If you could find it, send it to me because I would love to get my hands on that. Yeah. Justin Trudeau's Global News puts a lady that's been charged with multiple crimes uh, and crimes against the COVID pandemic. And she said that they're standing up against tyranny on, on live TV. Yeah. But nobody's talking about it. Well, they were. They were. People were talking about that for Dang. quite a while. The, and I, I, I do truly believe that that was the catalyst for it very well what, what could happened. Be. It, it very well could be because there is a lot of people that would be watching global news. Yeah, that's a nationwide program. Yeah, how I haven't seen this, I have no idea. But I'm guessing it's been suppressed. There, there is a good possibility. I'll, I'll see if I can find it and then I'll, I'll send it to you as soon as I can. So that uh, that video that you guys made that I watched. Yeah is damning information yeah it's very self-explanatory um when you see all the unmarked trucks with no lights converge in that yard it looked like they ran a pit maneuver on you yeah but you were you were actually pulling over in that in that situation yeah yeah like uh when i was driving down that road uh there was two trucks coming up toward us and the one truck pulled out from uh, the vehicle in front of it, basically blocking off traffic. And at that point, I was like, okay, what the hell's going on here? So I just pulled off to the side of the road, stopped for a second. I didn't see that they were stopping. So I just made the con- conscious decision to uh, drive down into this driveway to turn around. And as soon as I turned around, I noticed there was five vehicles. Wow. And that's when I looked at my mom and I said, holy shit, they're going to hit us. I hit the brakes and... Sure enough, that's what happened. So when they hit you, you were stopped. Yeah. I hit the brakes and then they smashed us. Why? (laughs) It just seems like... I don't know. In sports, you get charged with unnecessary roughness for stuff like that. Unnecessary. Yeah. And then a window was smashed. People were cut. Yeah. All for... Uh, the purpose that you guys pulled over and were actually going to just put your hands out the window and say, "Hey." Well, I, I didn't even know there was co- they were cops at that point. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's pretty hard to tell that they're police when they don't have lights on. So there was no sirens. There was I, no sounds coming from those vehicles at all. If I put myself into that scenario and I, I'm like, okay, there's how many trucks were there? Five, six. Five. There was actually. 
three of them trailing us that we didn't even know about so the whole way no lights no marked cars and no marked police officers that i could see yeah until they got out of their vehicles of course yeah so in my mind right away i'm probably hitting the gas because I don't know what hillbillies over there that's already uttered a death threat to me in my store no. because we weren't honoring mass mandates. The energy was definitely tense at that time. Yeah. It was definitely tense. We knew we knew they were surveilling us, but we had no idea that they were there on that day. That's crazy. Just yeah. Unmarked we, act, we actually talked to the guy that created the crime reduction unit. Yeah. And he even said that this should have never happened. They should have never done that. Okay. So there is a police officer that tentatively could be on your side. Yeah. Yeah. They've actually been actively fighting against this since it's been happening. They said they're constantly on the shit list. Okay. So how many police are on this shit list? Uh, I'd say two right now. Two of the ones that we've met anyway. I'm sure there's more. This is a good thing though. Like, I, I don't hate police. I actually back the boys in blue. I, I even back the boys in green, too. But, you know, this type of thing that happens kind of makes you yeah. think a little bit negatively about it. I've been on both sides of the fence in my life, so I have a different... I have a love-hate relationship with the cops. They yeah. pull me over, I automatically start asking questions. Yeah, as you should. That should be standard practice for everybody. I've yeah. even gone as far as to ask them to leave their sidearm in their vehicle because I don't like it. Yeah. They I think a good question to ask, too, is are you carrying your PAL? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and then with this uh, this handgun thing, are cops going to be able to carry handguns still? You bet your ass they will. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, why, does it, why does it make it any different for that citizen to carry a handgun as opposed to somebody with a restricted firearms license? Right. We're we're entering unprecedented times. Mm-hmm. This kind of stuff has happened in human history before, but you've got to go way back to like the Wild West when they were outlawing people carrying guns in town because there was yeah. too many morons that were shooting each other. Yeah. Um, and then we look at what just happened in America with the mass shooting that happened at that school. Have you looked into that at all? Uh, I've only heard snippets. Like uh, I've, I've got so many projects on the go at the same time. I've just like I'm, I'm just been trying to kind of suppress what happened to us, yeah. just because it's pretty heartbreaking. So uh, it's definitely something that's gonna keep coming back to bite you in the ass in the yeah. future, guaranteed. Yeah, one hundred percent. The shooting that happened in America could have one hundred percent been prevented. Yeah. So. Yeah. When we look at a situation like yours that happened, obviously there was a chain of communication that went to finding out that the police needed to, that they felt that they needed to give you surveillance. Right. So how does it not work with the internet and social media that way too? Like they have algorithms that can tell when I'm talking nonsense about COVID that they don't like. And then I'm banned like that. Yeah. So when they have a gentleman that literally says on the internet he's going to go shoot his grandmother in the face, 
how does that not get picked up? I think they're just choosing. It's got like it's such a we're in such a sticky area because you guys are in the middle of nowhere getting harassed, literally getting physically assaulted by police, and then we have yeah. major like what you guys did was so minor. It's not even you know what you know what man the, the fucked up part about all of this is that my mom's been there for eighteen years. She's had an excellent relationship with the RCMP. Yeah. The RCMP used to come into that shop. They used to buy stuff. We used to give them free coffee. And then they turned their backs on us. And... Assaulted you. Yeah. Yeah. So, so as far as I'm concerned, they can go fuck themselves. Is your is your family store still open? Yeah. Yeah. They actually tried to shut us down. They took away the food license. Huh. My mom lost a shit ton of money. Uh they also call the fuel suppliers, the they call the AGLC, they call uh, OHS on us. OHS find us, find the store $20,000 for wow. COVID uh, regulation. And then they put a lien on my vehicle for eight grand. They put a lien on my mom's vehicle for 14 grand. Like we got, we got fucking. You just got hooped. Bamboozled. Yeah. How's yeah. business at your store now? Uh, it's not as good as it used to be. Like okay. uh, surprisingly, out in, out there, there's still a lot of liberalism going on. Yeah, but thankfully, uh, there is there is some people there that do support what. I'm what guessing you guys got some diehard fans out in that country that'll show up there even if they don't need something. Yeah, yeah. Like we'll have people just show up and just send us money. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not a bad thing. That's what happens in small communities, right? Like, yeah. I, I'm guessing those people that show up and do that are a part of your local community. They are. They are. A lot of, a lot of these people don't agree with what the government has been doing. Like, on a on a daily basis, we hear "fuck Trudeau" more times than <laughs> any human being probably should. But how many how many how many leaders in human history have a flag telling them where to go? Yeah, no kidding, right? I've never seen it other than no. Justin Trudeau. Um, yeah. But let's talk about your community a little bit. What sure. kind of, what kind of people are they? The rednecks. Okay. And yeah. uh, four by fours, guns, yeah. four by fours, big trucks, cows, yeah. Yeah. tractors, paint tanks. <laughs> yeah. So when yeah. they show up at your store, what are your regulars looking for when they show up there? Gas okay. and beer. You sell beer there too? Yeah, yeah. It's just, there's a separate business. Okay. Um, yeah. What's the closest gas station that's next to you? Uh, I think there's one on Highway 14 that's about 15 minutes away. And then there's Tollfield, which is about 15, 20 minutes away. So would you say that your gas station would be a destination spot for the rural community? Yeah, I would. So are people filling up tractors there and stuff like that? Fuel oh, tanks? Yeah. oh, yeah. You get tractors and then skidoos during the, the winter. What would be the economic, um, what would what would just happen to the community if that gas station wasn't there? Uh, there'd be about 500 to 1,000 people that would have a really hard time going to and from work in the morning. Would they have a hard time with agriculture? I think so. Yeah. There's a lot of farm. There's three or four farms just on the way into the shop. 
Okay. So if they shut you down, there could potentially be 500 to 1,000 people, maybe 300 to 500 to 800 people that would be directly affected by you guys being shut down. That's right. People were already directly affected from not being able to get their groceries in there. Wow. So what are you guys able to sell now? Well, we got the food permit back. So everything's basically kind of, quote unquote, back to normal. But uh, obviously we feel like we've been destroyed. (laughs) I think I think that's the proper term. So who's running that store on a daily basis then now? Uh, well, it's me and my brother right now. My mom, I drive her in Monday and Wednesday because she's too scared to go there by herself. I, originally, I was only supposed to be there for a couple months because she hurt her leg. But after all of this shit happened, I just, I just, I dropped everything. Yeah. Just to go back there and help her out. So this is a, this is family run, family owned business. Yeah. You stepped yeah. up. Good for you. Thanks. So is there still police harassment that goes on at the store? No, no. Actually, uh, if a cop drives by, he looks the other way. I think <laughs> they're scared. <laughs> yeah. It, it's just completely nuts. So when, when you guys go to court, how many times have you been to court so far? Uh, well, if you don't include the one where they said that we didn't show up, but we did once. One time. Yeah, one time. And that's where the judge reclused himself from hearing all of our trials. Has there been a, has there another judge stepped up and, and are they going to do some some shit or no? Uh, well, we got four trial dates set, but they keep adjourning them. Every time it gets close, they adjourn it. So that's a good sign for you guys. That means that they don't have enough evidence. Yeah. <laughs> so hopefully your lawyer can actually push. I'm going to get you in contact with this. This little badass from BC, she'll come. She's a freedom freedom lawyer. Oh, um, awesome! She, awesome. Uh, I'm gonna have her on the podcast, but she actually got run out of Ontario, right? Because of her political okay. views and, and standing up against mandates and stuff like that. So they actually ran her out of. Out oh of yeah, province. she was running for political wow. office there, and they wow. ran they ran her out of the province. So her whole objective right now is standing up for what's right i, I think, love those people man i think you guys <laughs> i think you guys are the perfect the perfect match for her all right yeah i'm definitely open open to it i'm gonna i'm gonna get your your contact information i'm just gonna forward your phone number and uh i'll i'll let you tell the story to her because you'll do it but I, I wasn't there yeah i'll obviously give her a little bit of a backstory i'll tell her to listen to the podcast but um I think she'd go in there and tear somebody's head off. Well, I think I think that's what this government needs. They need their heads tear, torn off. So when you look at the at the greater landscape of our country right now, um, reflecting on what happened to you, what are your thoughts? I think if people don't find the confidence to say no, we're going down a very slippery slope. Uh, do you think we have to 2025 to get this figured out where we can get Justin Trudeau out then, or do you think we need to do it earlier? I, I don't know, man. I think, like, I, I think a lot about this stuff, but I, I truly, I don't know. I think people, we just got to learn how to band together, work together, and just end this bullshit once and for all. 
So there's been a a hard question I've been asking myself as of late because I love all the people from the Freedom Convoy. I think they're all fantastic. Yeah, me too. Me too. I think their message is over now. Yeah. Um, actions speak louder than words. I don't want to. I don't want to incite violence or anything like that. But at what point do the Canadian citizens just say, "We've had enough, man. We're done"? Yeah, I agree. Like, I do agree. When do when does twenty two million people show up all together and say, "Listen, we're done. We can't." I think it it comes to that point when people can't afford to eat. That's coming very soon. It is, and a lot of people do not see it coming. So I've been screaming it, screaming at the rooftops. I have somebody on this show I can talk to. I can ask this question to right now. Gas prices. What, yeah. I don't, what's gas price at your gas station right now? You know, we're trying to keep it cheap for those people around there. Uh, today we had it at one sixty four nine. Wow. Um, yeah. And and we're we're not even we're making like a cent on that. People think these gas stations make a lot of money no no so how much of that 164.9 is carbon tax fuck man that's probably like 90 percent. really yeah i don't i, I don't actually know i would we, love, we don't we don't get told that i would love to know the answer to that because i think i did the i tried to do the math one day because we were sitting at 187 Oh, wow. And we're at 189 right now. And I'm in rural Saskatchewan, man. We have one gas station for 74 kilometers. Yeah. Uh, 37 cents hmm. of it was carbon tax. Brutal. 37 cents a liter. Hmm. Carbon tax. That's insane. Yeah, that is insane. So when you hear the government say, I, we want to eliminate carbon. What's the first thing that goes through your mind? What a bunch of bullshit. The first thing These that, people are lying to us. The first thing that goes through my mind is we're carbon life forms. We're actually made from carbon. Mm -hmm. So you want to eliminate us. Yeah. Yeah. So we get taxed on being human. It's, I, I applaud you guys for keeping your gas that low and, and not gouging. Because they're you're the only gas station I know of in Canada that's doing that. Uh, there, there's a few out there in that area. Okay, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. It sh gas should not be that high, so especially how, in Canada. How gas do, should not be this. High. How does this work then? You guys aren't a shell. You're not like a shell or a Petro Canada. Well, it used to be a Tempo, which uh, was run by Federated Co-op, but when it was called. Uh, and said that we weren't following COVID rules. They pulled out and they slandered us. And then Centex, uh, I'm not sure if you guys have that company around, no. but those guys, those guys are freedom orientated. They're freedom orientated gas production. So they're not monitoring what your gas prices are. Like they're not telling you, you have to charge those. Uh, well, see, they purchase gas or they produce gas and they, they give us a gas price at which we purchase it from them. Okay. I don't know exactly how it works, but. But you've bought the gas from them. So you can say like, this is my price. Yeah, that's okay. right. Like we could, we could set the price to any price that we wanted to. 
can any gas station do that? Like if if they're a Petro-Canada, can they do that? In a free and open market, I would hope so. It'd be nice, wouldn't it? It just doesn't work that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, there's a whole bunch of things that go on just specifically with what happened to your family. And right. it's a snowball effect to what's actually going on right now in society. And uh, it's absolutely disturbing that a family-owned business could be monitored, physically assaulted, criminally charged, and lied about in today's day and age over the flu. Yeah. On behalf of Canada, I apologize to you and your family that nobody stood up and did anything. Um, the only thing that I can physically do is have a voice and I will do that until this shit goes away. Cause this is absolutely nuts. Well, I, I appreciate that. And I hope that you guys get this figured out. I hope that your charges get dropped and I hope that none of you see jail time. I hope so too, man. I don't want to go there. 30 <laughs> hours was enough for me. <laughs> it, it's not a fun spot. Um, no, it's not. I'm going to put you into contact with everybody I can. Any contact that I have that I think can help you guys, I will put you in contact with. And hopefully we can get the situation figured out. If there's any other kind of news that comes up before this, let me know, please. And then Yeah, absolutely. I, I absolutely. want to know. I want to blast it out. I want to get as many people that can see this as possible. But for all the people sure. that are listening to this show and they sat through it, um, one, I hope you're disturbed. Two, please share this with your family and friends, people you don't like. Share it with the police. Share it with your local news station. Share it with everybody that you can find because the only crime that happened was the crime that happened to this family. Assaulted, lied about, charged for nothing, and uh, publicly demonized. Yep. Let's wrap this thing up. Is there anything else you want to say today? Just say no, man. I know that's <laughs> so cliche these days, but honestly, that's just what we have to learn. We have to just learn to speak from here you know and if anybody is in that general area of where the gas station is where is it exactly located uh lindbrook alberta lindbrook alberta if you're in yeah. that area and you need gas stop by there get your gas get to coffee give these guys a high five a handshake or or just thank them for being amazing canadian citizens i know it's going to help them out in the long run and uh it's good. It'll just help everybody. Out. Just be nice and let's get this shit figured out because it's nuts. Um, before I get out of here, though, I'm going to go off on a little tangent on my own. Um, Roman Baber, I see the Freedom Convoy people really want you to be the next Prime Minister of Canada. I don't. Please come and change my mind. I invite you to an open debate on my show. It's a public forum. It can get shared anywhere. It will be on Rumble, iTunes, Spotify. You keep doing these private Zoom calls with people that are for you. Come to come talk to somebody who's not. Please, change my mind. Roman Baber, come on my show and change my mind. Guys, we're out. Very pleased to dispatch, Commissioner Sergeant Lamb. 
hello i'm unsure who had called me this morning it was a, uh, a woman and i'm not sure i don't didn't get her name uh i'm a woman known as hamla and she had called for me i think it was a i'm not sure <laughs> okay. who had called it was this morning okay be one of our officers in the back then just hold the line what did you say your name was uh, i i'm a woman known as hamla yes Okay, you hold on, Himla. Thank you. Uh, hi there, uh, Corporal. What was your name, sorry? Como. C-O-M-E-A-U. C-O-M-E-A-U. Okay, Como. Okay, just so I can call you. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, I'm a woman known as Hamla, and you had called this morning for me? Uh, yes, uh, we got a message that's just saying that you wanted to make a complaint with the military police. No, I don't need to make a complaint with the military police. I was trying to get a hold of the provost marshal, which is the general. Yep. And I was calling because I I invoke the common law, like the Magna Carta, and I am getting harassed by the RCMP, by AHS and OHS. Oh, okay. They've gone. They've gone. They've become rogue agents, and I I don't know how to carry on here because I don't want to go and start going buy a gun, right, just to protect myself. Okay. Um, so, generally, military police and the provost marshal, which is basically the top of our chain of command, yeah. um, we handle whichever uh, whichever events happen within our jurisdiction. So, where where do you live right now? Where are you situated? I'm out by close to Towfield. Towfield? In Alberta, yeah. By Lindbrook, yeah. Okay. I'm just going to take a look at where that is here. <laughs> oh, okay. It's, uh, I don't, uh, Short Park is about 35 minutes from here. Okay, one second here. And you said, uh, which were the, you mentioned there's a few different, um, organizations that were, I guess, targeting you? Yes. One of them was the RCMP, and what else? The local RCMP, um, OHS. AHS, they're sending rogue agents to me, and I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm basically, I'm feeling very uh, threatened and very in, di in distress. Okay, um, and they're sending agents to do what exactly? Well, they're they're sending rogue agents to uh, I basically in my in my in my shop where it's an exchange of goods with my people, with a man and a woman, and um, because I, I, I invoke the common law on my property, and they're, they're trying to take over me, ownership on me. Okay, do you live out in a reserve or anything? like? No, I don't live out in a reserve. Oh, okay, your shop, you own a store then? Well, I own a uh, shop. I have, okay. yes, I have. I, I don't own it, I, 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 I'm the, uh, it, it's my property. 
But you sell goods, like you sell. I what, sell goods in garden? exchange. Yeah, if so, it's in exchange for goods. I'm I'm running okay. my shop under. So I'm invoking the common law, right? And they uh, are not. Um, they're not being. Uh, they're not letting me. They okay. they want to they want to take control over me. Okay. Um. I don't know all the the story behind it, but did they mention that you, maybe is it is it like a permit that you may need to sell or trade goods? Is there anything like that that they're no. letting you know that you no. need? Or? No, they're just wanting to come in and do harm and damage. They've already done a lot of harm and damage on me, and they're they want to come in and do more harm and damage. And so, I who do I call if okay. they start uh, coming in here and doing harm to my uh, my property, on my my building? Okay, uh, so you so you you're building for your building. So you said this is your property. Is this your home? This is. I have a a home here too at the back. It, yes. Is that what's being damaged? No, but they I they that I guess that could possibly happen. So I'm kind of in distress at the moment. Okay, uh, and the damage it was done to which? Oh no, they haven't done any damage yet. Harm and damage to um, myself, the woman. And okay. they've been the RCMP have been calling uh, suppliers. They've been uh, doing a lot of harm and damage, uh, and they've been harassing. They've been trespassing. Okay. And I, I have I have a, a sign that says no agents, no soliciting. Uh, this is private property, no trespassing, and I've had to put out a sign that say, states that if you are to trespass, you will get, you are liable if you trespass on my property. Mm-hmm. And what are they doing when they're trespassing? What, what's their goal? What are they doing? Their goal is to come in here and post signs, and uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. The other day, we had to uh, basically, um, what's the word? Um hold them off to come on to my property and who is them the other day which uh, that was o that this was friday uh, ohs and uh the two rcmp the local detachment from tofield okay just give me one moment Occupational safety and health. Yeah, yeah, something like okay. that. Yeah. What kind of um, posters are they putting up? Uh, they they want to. They did. The Alberta Health Services had come in here and they trespassed on my property. They were putting up signs uh, for uh, executive orders and that. And Alberta Health Services, I do for a fact know they're a private corporation, mm -hmm. and uh, they they're coming in and they're basically trespassing and harassing me and any man or woman that come come into my shop for an exchange of goods they they stay away when they come in here and they think they own uh, me mm -hmm. they have ownership over myself the woman okay um so this so so uh, the provost marshal you tried to call us for military police okay we only deal with uh like if if you were living on the base that would be our jurisdiction okay um have you tried calling uh ahs and ohs to let them know that they're that they can't i i have been property? sending them notices okay. and nobody is responding and this has been going on since january 
Early okay. January. Alright, um... And so I didn't know who else I could call because we invoke the common law and I know the military is under... Um, I do believe, just from what I've been reading and I've been told, is the Queen Elizabeth II upholds common law. And you guys would be under that authority, including the RCMP, and I've asked them that many times over, but none of them will allow me to invoke the common law. What do you mean by invoke the common law? I, like, I am invoking the common law. I'm, I'm running as a woman, known as Hamla, under common law. So basically, there are two jurisdictions, and mine on my shop property here is a common law. It's not um, admiralty law. I am not uh, under the admiralty law. And they won't let me, they, they keep coming and uh, harassing me. So I, I don't want this to be a, a fight with guns or anything else, so I, I have no idea who else to call. Yeah, uh, I mean, as far as it goes, your area is definitely the RCMP's jurisdiction. Have you tried to contact them to, to make I have call, contacted even the Brenda Lucky, the, uh, all of uh, here of Canada. I've sent her a notice telling her I need her help, mm. and I've had nothing. No response, and I sent that registered mail, and I have even sent that same letter to the, um, that same uh, paperwork, that same notice, to his head uh, person there, whoever that is, uh, out in uh, St. Paul. I sent it to him, the sergeant himself. I sent it to the head of Edmonton District also, and no response from anybody. Have you gone to a police station to make a formal complaint in person? Uh, no. That's what I would suggest doing, uh, because if, if they cannot assist you, they'll be able to provide you with um, they, the they won't. They, above. They're a gang, and they're all gone rogue, and I don't know where, who, where I'm supposed to get protection from. Like, it would be the RCMP in this Yeah, case. well, I mean, they, they've even gotten RCMPs coming out from outside of their yeah. jurisdiction. I'm not, again, I'm not sure on what all the circumstances are. I have, you know, like, uh, I don't know what, like, I, I haven't spoken to the RCMP, but if you if you wish to, to make a formal complaint about trespassing, you'd have to contact the RCMP. Uh, and if you're not um, comfortable with that, you can always ask the police officer to provide with um, the escalation steps for, you know, speaking to their ombudsman or something. I've tried to call even the MLA and I got nothing. Mm -hmm. That would be the course of action to take. Well, you know what, then I guess if it's a gunfight, I guess it's going to end up being civil war because that's what's going to end up happening here because I'm, I'm trying to find and uh, trying to look for protection. And if I can't, then what the hell am I paying taxes for? But you haven't... Uh, like, we'd have to get a mob right? together, right? You so, haven't you haven't gotten hurt or anything, have you? No. And your property's not damaged, right? It's not yet. People are putting up signs, right? Yeah, but I've okay. got those signs up and not yet. But, I mean, I've got... Uh, if they come in here and do any harm and damage, that's that's where I'm going to lose my shit. <laughs> if, if they're going on your property, it's generally... Uh there's definitely a reason why they're there. They wouldn't just go on your property. Yeah, they're trying to uh, force enforce a policy that isn't law. 
Which it, one is that? And it's unlawful. A, a mandating uh, the uh, masks and um, so those are policies oh, okay. and guidelines. That is not a law. What they're doing is very unlawful. Um, actually, <laughs> right now uh, it is required to have masks if you're if you're going into businesses and such. Is that is that the reason you're calling? Uh, uh, it's because uh, it's because no, it, like they're coming in and uh, harassing me. They're trespassing on my property, and I'm not a business. I have I have a shop. I have a common law. I'm under common law jurisdiction, mm -hmm. and that's it. So they have no business being here to enforce me on a on a bylaw, which are guidelines, which they did state they were guidelines, and they're not. It's not a law. So what they're doing is unlawful under common law. Okay. Um, well, and you have, all you'd have to speak with them about that, ma'am. Uh, oh, you know what? I can't. You, you know what? I yeah. can't even go there with them. So I don't know what else to tell you because I if, if I I'm don't know what else to tell you either, ma'am. Yeah. So you know, I thought I thought we're, we're a few hours apart from each other. That it's, there's not really anything I can really do in regards to that. And and, and right. the thing is, like I thought I, I like so where where does one if all all these uh, RCMP have gone rogue, who do you ask for protection? So do we just have to protect ourselves? Like th this is what I'm asking because I, I like I said the military. I can't I can't give you my opinion. I I believe our opinions would differ. Oh yeah, that's fine. Um, that's but yeah, I, but yeah, my only answer would be to contact the RCMP. And <laughs> yeah, well, I'm not going to get anywhere with that, so it's not it's not no help because I have done that already. <laughs> so okay, well, you know what? I guess uh, I don't know. I don't know what else to do. Because I, I mean, we have we have rights under common law, so. Was there anything else I could answer for you? No, I'm that's sorry, fine. I wasn't able to help you further. No, that's fine. Thank you. All right. Bye bye.